InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. For millions of Americans, our jobs and our careers may define us, yet statistics show many are unhappy with their jobs or uncertain about where their careers are heading. One man has devoted himself to putting job hunters and career changers on the right path. He's Richard Nelson Bowles. Dick, welcome to the show. Thank you, Chris. Now, you're the author of a very highly acclaimed book, What Color Is Your Parachute? This is a best-selling career guide. It's sold over 9 million copies, and I'm sure many of our listeners have read your book at one time or another, but I understand you go to great lengths to improve each year's edition to the point where it even becomes a brand-new book. Is that right? Yes. What do you go through when you take your book, which is obviously pretty darn good to begin with, and you start to overhaul and revise it for the next year? What's that process like? Well, it's simply told. I run five-day workshops here in my home three or four times a year, and people come from all over the world, from Germany and Greece and Singapore and so forth. And during those five days, I listen carefully to what they're saying was most helpful in the book or what they're finding they missed in the book and they wished it had been there. And then I use all that data the next time I come to revise the book because I start the revision about January of each year and it gets into the bookstores about September. Wow. So that's why I keep revising it and I keep thinking of better ways to explain the old concepts that have been in the book for, well, 37 years now. You start out in Chapter 1 with the five best ways to hunt for a job and the five worst ways. And this was really surprising and eye-opening to me. I wondered if you could just talk about that a little bit. Sure. First of all, there really are no statistics about the five best and the five worst ways. So I'm taking a shot at it. And if there are any statistics or data to support my intuitions, I throw those in. For example, a research firm back in 2003 studied how many people were successful in using the internet for their job search. And they found out that if they went to the postings by employers or the other ways of finding a job on the internet, less than 10% of them were successful. Mm. So there sometimes is data to say, what is really working well and sometimes not. But basically, the five best ways to hunt for a job are asking for job leads from your family or friends or neighbors. Go to the high school or the community college where you graduated and ask if they have any idea of vacancies because clearly the Internet is not knowledgeable about all the vacancies that are out there. It only knows about some of them. Mm-hmm. And the second best way to hunt for a job is to knock on the door of any place that interests you, whether they're known to have a vacancy or not. And about 47% who use that method find a job. The next best method of hunting for a job is using the yellow pages of your phone book to see what subjects or fields of interest to you in the city or town where you want to work are listed there, and then call up those employers never stopping to be bothered by whether or not they say they have a vacancy because things change so rapidly that one man wrote me a letter just yesterday and he said, I really plagued this place to keep me on their list. And finally they said, well, we have a temp job. Would you take that? And I said, sure. And he said, while I was there, one of their prized employees suddenly up and left. And because I knew more than a new person just coming in would know, 
they offered me the full-time job, and I took it. So, I'll be darned. So it's part of it's being in the right place at the right time, but you can create that opportunity for yourself. Right. There are about 14 methods of job hunting, and the fourth most successful method is doing that same thing with other job hunters, looking at the yellow pages, and you're all in a room, and when you say, oh, I'd like to explore this place that I see here in the yellow pages, you go out, and the other guys or gals who are in the group with you say, well, would you keep your eyes open for such and such, which I'm looking for. So you sort of have a group helping you with your job hunt and keeping their eyes open for you. That has an 84% success rate. And then if you sit down and do homework on yourself, every job hunter in the world knows they need information. That's what the internet is all about and so on. But what they falsely suppose is that they need information about the job market. And actually all the research over the years indicates that the most successful and useful and helpful information you can possibly gather is more information about yourself. And so the most successful job hunting method that we know of in the country is where you sit down and you do some homework on yourself. You figure out what are your favorite skills, not just the ones you do best, but which are your real favorites. And then where do you want to use those skills? What fields do you want to be indoors or outdoors, that sort of thing. And then the third is how to get the names of the kind of jobs that use those skills in those particular settings. You must hear a lot of feedback from this process, and it is a good process that you put people through in your book. I'm sure you have stories. Have people made radical changes in their life based on the results of working through this process? We've charted people that have passed through my hands, and we found out typically it took about two years for people to shift from the work they were in to the work they got the vision of while they were in the workshop. It takes two years to kind of close down these things in connection with the old work they were doing and get serious. I was at a conference and this man said, I'm interested in getting out of the work that I've been in for 15 years. I find it boring and unchallenging, but I have a family and I have to think of my children and I have to consider how I'm going to do this without putting the family in jeopardy. Sure, that's a great universal question there. Yeah, so I told him three answers. I told him, first of all, if there's something you'd love to do, do it on weekends, like Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday, but hold on to the job you have now and have had for so long mm -hmm. and sort of test the waters. Find out, is there a demand for this work that I'd like to move into? And this is particularly apt when you're considering starting your own business. But it also applies even if you want to get another job where you're working for somebody else. 90% of all jobs in America, you're working for somebody else. So I told them that. And then I said, take a piece of paper and divide it into two columns. And in the left-hand column, imagine this myth that some millionaire is going to fund you for the rest of your life if you can start a business but be sure it's going to fail. What would you do to be sure it's going to fail? Huh. And then in the right-hand column, I have them write the opposite. And the third thing they can do is to go and pick out a place where they would like to work, but find out what they could do there that's what they're doing now. For example, I use the example of if you were a journalist in a particular industry or say a public relations person and you wanted to move to be say, a salesperson in a very different field, mm -hmm. you can change one of those things. You can change from being a journalist to a salesman but still stay in your same field or you can stay a journalist and change your field and then move to the point where you're doing the sales job.
job or the public relations job, and they see that that makes a lot of sense to them, that they don't make a full move from something they're very familiar with to something they absolutely don't know anything about, but at each point in this two-step move, they can claim a lot of experience, and that's key when they're making a huge change. Our guest on InfoTrack is Richard Nelson Bowles, author of What Color Is Your Parachute 2008? Really, this whole process is to pretty much get your dream life going, to get your perfect job and be in the right place. And I guess you base everything on the philosophy that there is a right job and place for just about everybody. They just have to find it. I believe that, and the proviso that's crucial is that they are willing to do the homework on themselves so they will know what the dream job looks like. One woman who was in one of my workshops some years ago, she said to me, this has been the most helpful workshop I've ever gone to, and I'm not looking for work. But I got a very clear vision that I need to be more particular, particularly to myself, about what it is I'm looking for in a husband, because I really would like to be married. And now that I understand that if I have a clear vision of what he would be like in my mind, not physically, but in terms of values and such, I'm much more likely not to walk right by him. I will recognize him because I've been thinking about what it is I want. And that's true about every aspect of life. It's not just useful in hunting for work. It's useful in hunting for whatever it is you want in your life. Any last words of wisdom for our listeners on this topic? Well, the tendency when we're looking for work or trying to change careers is to be lazy, put off and procrastinate and so on. And what people need to remember is what they will find in life is in direct proportion to how hard they're willing to work to find it. But, of course, there are a few lucky people out there who just seem to find the perfect place in life, but most of us are not those few lucky people. Well, they were put on earth just to annoy the rest of us. (laughs) Well, the book is What Color Is Your Parachute? A Practical Manual for Job Hunters and Career Changers, Revised and Updated, Richard Nelson Bowles, the author, and uh, great pleasure talking to you. And your website is jobhuntersbible.com, jobhuntersbible, all one word, dot com. So check it out. Dick, thanks so much for joining us today on InfoTrack. It was very enjoyable, Chris. Thanks for having me. Next, believe it or not, a Hollywood math whiz says girls should do way better in math class. Does that add up? Stay tuned. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this.